A strong and independent woman is something to behold. She pays her own bills, buys her own things, and she doesn't let a man affect her stability or self-confidence. She is a soul-rich woman. Are you ready to be rich doing what you love? Be on purpose and in control of your life again. At For Women Who Love the F Word podcast, we will be openly talking about getting more clients online, getting recognition as the leader and female entrepreneur, and also the F Word, being fabulous, having freedom and financial independence. It's time to own and love the F Word. Welcome to the show. Welcome to today's episode, gorgeous. Today we have a special guest. Her name is Claire Nazar, Director of Calco Law and also Life Builders. Claire is a very down-to-earth lady and because of this, I wanted to get her story out there and share it with you. And I hope that you like it and let me know what you think. There are two parts to this interview so do remember to check out both episodes. Yes, I had a lot of family time, but I was always so struggling with the fact that, you know, I didn't feel fulfilled personally. Mm. Yeah, so now I'm just basically going to a job nine to five, uh, feed the family, but I don't have a sense of personal, of, of personal achievement. And that was when, um, you know, my husband was saying to me that, you know, have you thought about just coming out and starting up your practice in the way that you would like it to be? And so I did a bit of soul-searching, and that's where I joined Calco Law LLC. Uh, so we are five directors. Uh, the other four directors, uh, man- managing director is uh, Rina Kalpana. And uh, basically what we, uh, you know, she is a very pro-family uh, lawyer, even though she does the divorce work, but she's very pro-family. That, you know, our office is very, very pro-family. Sometimes we have kids who come over uh, to work, you know, when we bring them to work. So stuff like that. So we have a very family-friendly environment. Mm. Um, and that's when I started thinking, you know, what do I really want to do? I mean, with my legal expertise, um, which area do I really want to cover? And I thought about all the litigation cases I had. Mm. They always involved fallouts between directors, mm. company directors, and usually they start off as friends. Mm. All right? uh, friends who then say, we've got a, great, a dream, you know, a great idea, let's pump in money, let's start business. Mm. And then the next thing you know, they're arguing, they're suing one another, and that's why I come in. So I was thinking, instead of damage control, mm. uh, why not prevention? Mm. Just the same reason, same passion why I get into the marriage uh, education uh, you know, uh, work is simply because I think prevention is better. If you can help couples prevent uh, themselves from going down the wrong road, uh, I'm sure we can also prevent in the area of business, uh, you know, young startups, entrepreneurs from going wow. down the wrong road. Yeah. I love that. And when I'm hearing you, um, you're saying that a lot of the bad partnerships that end up suing each other started off as friends. Yes. Yes. Can you, can you share a little bit based on your experience Usually, actually, what are maybe some of the you know, is it preventive? What are some of the qualities maybe that people should be looking for in a partner as an in business, and then so that they can prevent less of such issues happening in court? Well, the very first line of the bat is you got to really know the person you're dealing with. You know, check out their friends, check out from uh, you know your business context whether this is a person who is trustworthy. That's one thing. And the other thing I must say is more of a no-no. It's like, don't deal with somebody who's not willing to sign a contract with you in black and white. You know, if they discuss terms of business, how we're going to run things. Is this right at the beginning? Right at the beginning. Because mm. my experience is that, is that why I end up 
right? Defending or suing clients, uh, uh, you know, not suing clients, but defending my clients uh, in court or suing, you know, the other side, uh, you know, on behalf of my clients is usually because there isn't a contract or the contract hasn't been uh, detailed enough. It's not clear enough what the terms are. And when I ask my clients, how did this even happen? Answer is always, oh, because it was based on trust. And, oh, wow. did you ask, you know, whether, you know, he'd be willing to consider hiring a lawyer to, you know, draft up a proper contract? Oh, no, you know, we are startups, we've got not, not enough money. Or, you know, the person says, trust me, you know, uh, you should trust everything I say. Or, you know, it takes offence that, wow. you know, we want to draft up a contract. So to me, is this, if the person actually takes offence with you drafting a contract, mm. that's already a red signal, that, mm. a red flag that should go off and say, no, no. Okay, because if you are forthright as a person, you should mm. not have any problems, you know, uh, making good on your word and your promise. And of course, you mm. are entering a business where you are entering into a legal relationship. There, there should be a proper way for you to exit from the company, mm. proper way for you to uh, assess, you know, how your profits should be split. Mm. Yeah, so these are things which uh, you can't just go by word of mouth. I had cases where they just mm. send via email or Excel spreadsheet. Or so that's not, that's not valid. Uh, well, it is. It becomes it's a, black and white still. What? Email, is email not, is black and white. It's not good enough. It's not good enough. Okay, email is not, not valid. No, it's, okay. it's not that it's not valid, but it just means that you, if you want to sue somebody, you've got to bring this whole you know, stack of email correspondence to say. <laughs> and then it gets difficult because, as you know how human com communication can be, I yeah. can one day change my mind about a clause and I say, hey, you know about this, this uh, term? Maybe shall we adapt it? Shall we modify it? And so at the end of the day, sometimes my clients are not even aware what terms have been modified Oh, uh, and agreed. So this is where a document is important because uh, everything that's in there is exactly what you've agreed. Um, you can check the terms again to be sure. All right? Is this what we have agreed on? If it is not, then you should talk about it before you sign on the dotted line so that when you sign it, you can say, this is all we have discussed. So this document right distills maybe 500 emails that you've been sending back and forth ah. so that's a lot better isn't it mm. yeah and also you leave that dirty job to your lawyer to do it because your lawyer will obviously be going through it and asking all the questions and but at the same time your lawyers uh, are not there to make the deal for you we are not there to um, tell you what to do tell you what to do sometimes that frustrates people it's like oh but I want my lawyer to tell me what to do unfortunately you still have to enter the contract with your own mind with your own free will so mm. what are you agreeing on? What I can do is basically flag out for you and say, hey, you know, have you considered these uh, uh, risks that you're undertaking? You know, how do you intend to protect them? So that's where my clients would, uh, you know, receive it well. And then they say, oh, yeah, maybe I should talk to him or talk to that partner about it before we sign. Yeah, a lot of people think that lawyer fees are really expensive. And that's why m perhaps many people don't really go into a a law firm right. to look out for a lawyer to get that contract done. So what is the advice you give um, young startups and even SMEs? Yes. So two, two tracks of advice. What advice would you give them in terms of uh, as a lawyer? Okay, I would say that uh, there's no harm actually going to see a lawyer for consultation. Okay, And uh, before you see a lawyer for consultation, just ask the lawyer or the law firm and how say much, how huh? much does it cost <laughs> right? yeah you know be, be upfront about the money you know this is oh. like uh, you know just say you know you know how much you charge like for I mean some uh, different law firms will charge differently so you can get people who charge you maybe 300 to 500 or based on the lawyer's experience they, they will charge according to the charge out rate you know uh, for one hour 
But I always tell people, I say, look, usually if you have an idea what you want to do for your business, you probably don't need more than an hour of the lawyer's time. Mm. As a starting point, be able to give you that kind of pointer. Like, okay, I, maybe I should think about certain issues. And that's where the lawyer is very helpful. Uh, you know, not just me, but any lawyer for that matter. Just to spend that hour. Uh, that will help you to clarify a lot of things. I have clients who come up to me and say, wow, you know, that one hour was so useful. And then they see me maybe eight months later, hmm. uh, you know, because they've managed to sort out some of the issues, some of the things that flagged up to them was yep. really quite early. So they were able to negotiate a better deal. So, so this is what I mean. Uh, now for three, $400 of consultation, for example, so much cheaper than an iPhone, right? <laughs> Yet it's something that is going to impact your business you know, in a very serious way. I remember you mentioned over one of our conversations that some, uh, someone actually got you to do a contract and because of that, the, that customer actually got a really huge deal. Yeah, yeah so, so share a little bit about that. I think, I think this will impact those who are from SMEs. Okay, well, um, what happened was that uh, my client actually asked me, you know, wanted to draft uh, some terms, standard terms and conditions, which is what I advised as well. I said, look, you know, you're going to be entering to not just one contract. You're going to be entering to several contracts. And of course, have like uh, your own company's master template. So uh, what happened was that he, w he closed a deal with one client, with one of his customers, and his customer referred another customer to him. Now, when he sent the standard terms and conditions and the contract over, the first thing that this company said was, I want to deal with you because I can see you do things properly. Wow. You know, uh, you're credible because mm -hmm. of the fact that your contract, I can see, is well drafted. So my client then gave me feedback and said, hey, you know, thanks so much. You know, I know this contract you drafted like you know, a few times over, you know, as in a few months ago. But because he was doing regular business and he was just entering and giving this contract to his clients to sign, um, this is the first time that he had gotten a big deal, uh, a close, a big deal. Do you mind, do you mind di disclosing roughly how much? Uh, I can't disclose. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> We're trying to find out, you know. So it means having a contract can make or break well, your business as well. Um, it was definitely a six-figure contract. Ooh, yeah. So a contract can actually help us in terms of building up that trust uh, and credibility to say that you're professional rather than giving a two-pager that you download from Google or something. Well, I like that, you know. So what yeah. are some of the um, minimum contracts that a startup should have or SME should be actually looking into? Is staffing, uh, like hiring staff, those are contracts as well? Or? Yeah, yeah. Yes, of course, yeah. you know, uh, get staffing contracts. If you're going to have staff, then get staffing contracts. Uh, that would be necessary. Also, we need to look at your nature of your business. You know, are you dealing with a lot of suppliers? Are you, dealing, are you a distributor for some product? You know, so we need to see like what are some of the contracts you would need. Um, now, obviously, right from the word go, make sure you have a business um, agreement drafted up between your partners, whether or shareholders, depending on what kind of company setup or corporate setup you have, business entity that you have. Right from the word go, as I mentioned, a lot of times the litigation happens when the business is doing well, mm. and when business is doing well, everybody wants a share of the profits, and everybody is saying that you know I deserve more. You know, I deserve a bigger piece of the pie. Oh. Uh, you know, you were not so active in the company, even though you have supposedly more shares in the company than I do. And so a lot of these disputes can be settled if you have agreed right from the start, you know, in your shareholders agreement, your business partnership agreement, what you're looking for. Would this be not, not doing the incorporation, right? This is a separate agreement to, dis, uh, to define the roles yes, right. of That's right. individuals. Yes. 
Yes, individuals oh. and business partners, yes. Who are business partners, that's right. Mm. Now, the other aspect, of course, would be looking at your IP protection if you've got branding. Then, of course, you will need to get your uh, trademark uh, you know, registrations up and stuff like that. Yeah, so there are different areas you can look at. So if you're giving licensing or franchise agreements, then, of course, you will need that in, you know, right from the word go. Wow. And this has um, you know, got you started. So um, in your time when you are doing all these disputes and stuff, you know, and I'm just curious, what were the most common resolute or, or, or how did they re- resolve those issues? Even before they go for litigation or before they... Uh, you're talking about uh, when there's already a fallout, yes. a dispute? Well, if parties are, are reasonable and they are um, uh, able to talk it through, then of course we will get them to, uh, uh, to sign on a settlement agreement as to, because by that time there's a fallout and you probably would not have had a proper business partnership at the start or you could have but now things have changed and you know, uh, parties want more or less. So that's where we will draft up a settlement agreement where we will ensure that the parties, they part nicely on whatever agreed terms they have. And one of the key things is to make sure in your settlement agreement that you keep things confidential. That, you know, you don't want, at the end of the settlement, walk away and say, you know, so-and-so, you know, he admitted that he was wrong. Uh, so it's not admission of, li- of liability. Yeah, but, could, the but there are some people who breach such confidentiality, right? I believe. Yes, yes they do. <laughs> so if they do... The Can course, we counter-sue them? You can based on, now like no, Hong you, Kong drama already. You okay. can sue them based on breach of contract. Yes, indeed you can. Yes, but I won't go into details as to how it depends. Uh, yeah, I mean that's another, <laughs> another thing altogether. So coming back hey, to yes. your to your passion. So you know Claire is a lawyer. She helps SME business owners to look at contracts, to draft contracts, of course to look, help them to either protect their interests or protect whoever she, she's representing. So um, one of her passion projects is to help. You know, people who are in relationship, in marriages to succeed. So she has gotten this uh, opportunity to learn from this University of Denver. Yes. Yep, and she's gotten this, um, uh, quite a certification and she's been running classes and has helped over 200 um, couples, okay? And successfully still, I would say about 80%, you're saying about about 80% of them stayed together? Well, at least those 80% of those who come to see me, yes. Yeah, okay, 80% <laughs> of those who came to see her yeah. stayed together. I mean, like they were almost on the verge of divorce and they stayed together after trying her methods. So I'm just curious, what is actually your vision moving forward? I mean, as a mom, as a lawyer, you know, would you consider shifting your interest into full-time into this area? Um, that's always a possibility. Uh, we'll see how that develops. Um, but of course, my vision in my own personal life is uh, it's really the same motto as, as my marriage education program, which is uh, the tagline, which is successful lives, uh, successful relationships, successful lives. Uh, I think, um, as you know, litigation is usually a breakdown of relationship. You know, they can't agree on things. And so they have to fight it out in court. Um, and so if only couples were oh, in our own lives, it doesn't have to be in a marriage situation, just even in, in work or any, anywhere that you have people that you care about, uh, can we build something successful from there? Uh, and when you find that you're at peace with one another, uh, you know, in terms of your closest uh, you know, uh, contacts and friends and family, 
then that's where it gives you that um, energy to be able to build a successful life in your business. A lot of times business failure is also due to a lot of emotional issues that go on, relationship breakdown, and I think it, it, it goes together. You, you can't look at a successful life without looking at successful relationships. It's no point being the CEO of a very big company and you've got like five failed marriages. Uh, you know, Sounds familiar. Some you know. people are like that, you know. Uh, no, I, I, I do understand this and it is very heartbreaking. I'm not saying, I'm not condemning them. I'm just saying that, you know, when I look at uh, situations like that, you know, my heart goes out to them because I tell myself, you know, if only things can be done differently, perhaps mm. there were more skills, perhaps there, were, there could have been other yeah. ways that it could have, you know, saved the marriage. Uh, and so, and this is something I tell myself as well. It's like uh, that I have to work on my own relationship as well. I can't neglect so, that. So what are the three secrets that uh, you can share with our audience today that you have, you know, come so far with your husband before you became a lawyer and then on the journey <laughs> with your kids while you're doing your litigation work for, wow, and then now progressing into even going together to take up a program to help more couples. How was that like? I mean, so are those three secrets for you? Um, I think one would definitely, I have to say, is a shared faith. Uh, my husband and I, we do have a shared faith in the same religion. And I think uh, that is also statistically proven that oh. when a couple share the same religious uh, beliefs and even do shared uh, activities together in the religious community, it, it goes a long way in terms of marital satisfaction. So I, I personally would have experienced that. Um, the second thing would obviously be the fact that you have to have a long-term view. Don't look at the, the things that irritate you now about your partner <laughs> and say that, you know, this is the be-all and end-all, you know, I'm going to walk out of here. Uh, you know, For because, example? Well, I don't know. When, for example, people might get so irritated with... Um, you anyhow put your clothes. Yeah, it could be something as simple as that. And that can become a major argument. Then it will lead on to other things like not just the clothes, but the way you handle money, the way you handle kids, the way, and it becomes bigger and bigger all the way. And then it oh. might come to a place where, oh, that's the, that's the way you've been brought up. And then it goes into the parents. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yes, I don't go there. Okay, okay. <laughs> don't go into in-law territory because then that is where uh, yeah, all hell breaks loose. <laughs> Ding, 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 ding. Yeah. So, so sometimes it is tough, but I think one of the key things is that uh, for us is that whenever we are very frustrated with one another about something, and we may have talked about it already, and there may not be any solution to it, is just to learn to take that breather yourself and say that, look, um, I've got to be stronger than this. Uh, I've got to be strong not just only for my husband or for my children, but for myself. And so this is where I find that one of the key things, right, I would say the second point is you need time alone. You need mm, time I like alone. That. You need time alone to reflect, count your blessings, right? Keep things in perspective and realize your husband is not the devil that you think he is, <laughs> right? Um, and say that, okay, there's some good things that I can still appreciate and focus on that. One of the things that a lot of marriage counsel will say, mm. and, and this I've seen, um, I've heard of testimonies, where they've gotten bickering couples, right, to say, for one week, don't do anything but just thank each other uh, for everything they've done. Just even if you want to bite your tongue and say, thank you oh, very much. You. Yeah, thank you very much for making that coffee for oh. me. But say, do it and do it. And, as, and over one week, right, the report is amazing. The couples actually find themselves actually really being truly grateful for one another. Really? Starting from a point where a week ago, they were like, 
at each other and they were like uh, trying to eat each other. Yes, correct. Wow. So I, I think there is a lot to do with the way we, we have to actively rewire our brain. Wow. I like like I said that uh, you know, as I mentioned about women of influence, putting that positivity in is so important. If you can just be you know, just give that little bit of positivity to somebody for that day. Even if it's just a kind word, you know, say it, you know, don't don't hold back. Say, hey, thanks, that's a job well done, you know, just say it. You know, you'll be surprised when you're more generous with your compliments uh, and your thanks, wow. right? Uh, these are little things that you can do. And so that's the second tip. Second <laughs> secret, okay, why your marriage is so successful, even though you're a lawyer, you know, you know, people always have misconceptions about lawyer. They will fight. They will try to argue. But oh, you yeah, have, we do argue. Yeah, but you have such a successful marriage. And even before you were a lawyer, you were already married, right? With yeah. a kid and stuff. I think you're amazing. Okay, so what's the last secret? Last one is don't give up hope. <laughs> okay. okay. There is always resources for you to turn to whenever you are. You know, you find yourself with a roadblock. Uh, I'm amazed at the number of resources I can find even on Kindle or uh, Amazon or stuff like that and, and even connect with people uh, whom you might never you know, dream of connecting with, you know, like drop Janisha an email and say, hey, <laughs> you know, I, I, how I, do you solve this problem? I'm I, sure you experienced I, that. I, right? I do have a lot of cases as well. Exactly, exactly. But so sometimes I can that, yeah. we don't know who to refer to, you know. Oh, yeah, then you can, yeah, feel free to refer to me. <laughs> because I, I, I don't do the counselling myself. Like I said, uh, I am connected with people I know in the social service industry and I'm telling you, it's not a stigma to ask for help. Uh, you know, because really people think, oh, seeing a social worker means, you know, a yeah, there's a stigma, you know. problem or something. No, it's not. It just means that you've hit a road bump. Okay, and you just need maybe only one session. Just one hour. What, just if, what if the wife wants and then the husband the one? It's fine. Then go alone. Go alone. Ah. Okay, go alone. So it doesn't mean that. It doesn't, doesn't mean, mean that you need to be together to no, go attend together. You don't have to because change comes from within. Wow. Right? Yeah, change comes from within. It's easier said than done, but that really is the truth. Change comes from within. And a lot of times when you think, oh, we want to change the other person. But the more you do that, right, you know you're going to get counter results from that. You're going to get a backlash from it. Actually, it's better to say, oh, you know, as you change yourself, you'd be surprised because your responses change towards the person. The person obviously notices it. Hmm. And you, they cannot help but also be nicer to you and change in kind as you are more and more positive. You know, they will look ridiculous if they continue to be negative towards you. But some people continue to do that. Yes. I have seen yes, some. Yes, I've seen that. Uh, now, like I said, then do it for yourself, which is why I say it's very important that you do it because it is something you personally value and you're not going to change for the world. Wow. Yeah. I like that. <laughs> so what is the one advice that you'll give um, women entrepreneurs or women business owners out there who want to improve their marriages? Of course, the three secrets, but what is the one advice of stepping up, maybe like, you know, want to reach out or improve their marriage? Um, well, I would say that, um, you know, be thankful for your husbands. Uh, you know, even if you might feel like I'm not getting really all the support I can get from him because I know it's tough for women entrepreneurs, especially if your husbands are not really uh, in the same business with you. I've seen ah. uh, cases where oh, women like entrepreneurs yeah. uh, have husbands who are actually working side by side with them, you know, in the same business and they are speaking and they are working together. So that's great. Even then, there's challenges. Um, so I would say that uh, for, for women entrepreneurs is just to bear in mind that uh, your husbands are not perfect. No one is ever going to be perfect. And you married him for 
good reason, <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> okay, sometimes we forget the reason why we marry, you know, so-and-so, and you stare at him, you know, maybe he's 20 kilos heavier, or maybe he looks different uh, from the day you first met him, <laughs> right? Uh, but just remember that, um, you know, be grateful for him. And just, just start with that attitude of thanksgiving is the one thing I must say, you know, do that. Whether you feel like it, don't feel like it, um, you will reap results from it. Okay, so um, what? Uh, okay, so how can my audience reach you? Um, okay, they can uh, reach so, me even at my website. So you have two, right? Yes. One is the SME, and then one is the. So you yes. want to share two? Okay, fine. Oh. Um, well, you can actually go to my law firm website, uh, calcolaw.com. K A L C O L A W dot com dot S G. Um, and you can look up for my details for me. Uh, my email address, I guess, is Claire, C-L-A-I-R-E, at telco.com.sg. Okay. Now for my marriage business. Marriage business? <laughs> it's uh, www.lifebuilders.com. L-I-F-E? L-I-F-E-B-U-I-L-D-E-R-S.com.sg. Mm. Yes, and my email address is Claire at lifebuilders.com.sg. Perfect. And are you on LinkedIn? Yes, I'm on LinkedIn as well. So yes. people can connect with you on LinkedIn as well. Yes, indeed. Yeah. <laughs> Great. Okay. So uh, it's been an awesome day. I just th- I want to thank you for joining us on the show. Um, you know, for this show that is for women who love being fabulous, having freedom and financial independence, but also taking care of our hearts and our soul and our relationships because when we have success in business, we also want to have a balanced view of our relationships, right? So there's a win-win in life. There are two parts to this interview, so do remember to check out both episodes. Thank you so much for joining me today. I'm so honoured that we are connected and I hope that I can continue to serve you as you build your dreams. And if you love this episode, and I hope that you did, rate it 5 stars. Give us that glowing review because it will help more women around the world finding this Soul Rich Woman podcast. Alone you are strong, together we are unstoppable. Now share this with every woman who needs it because this is how we are changing the world, one woman at a time. As always, get out of your comfort zone and go towards the dreams you've always wanted to achieve. For women who love the F word, being fabulous, having freedom and financial independence. My dear soul rich woman, sending you my love and I'll speak to you soon. Bye for now.